Hey, what's going on social media? So we are on episode 90 of Bottoms Up Perspective. Um, so we're close to 100 episodes. So um, just 10 more to go. So and today we want to talk about something that all of us, all three of us have gone through the journey of utilizing social media. Some of us are fans and some of us are not, right? Um, so let's just talk about Today, in this episode, how are we personally using social media today and our plan for 2022? Oh, okay. Plan for 2022. Uh, first thing first, right, Kevin, you, we do this countdown. What happens when we reach 100? <laughs> we'll see. Time to take a break. Is that, is that what it means? <laughs> Lucky draw. <laughs> Grand prize. Grand price. <laughs> Just kidding. Grand no, um, price from our audience. <laughs> we invite everyone back. See if a hundred people. So anyway, uh, back to back to the question. Yeah. Um, good one. Um, I wasn't prepared for the how we're going to use it in twenty twenty two. Uh, part of it, but let's address the first part. Huh? Um, two. Well, you 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 split it into two. I think two. let's start with this first. Hmm. How have you utilized social media for yourself? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. why yeah. are you on here? Why are you still using it? There you go. Yeah. I think the fact that you split it into two, personal and business, uh, I think that's a good uh, cut in the first, you know, when you cut the cut deck and play two different decks. Yeah, this is primarily two different reasons. Yeah. Uh, and and for me, it's quite clear cut uh, for so-called business related, uh, more on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, the personal related will be uh, on Facebook. So I guess this whole social media thing um, got into the picture more or less with Facebook. And um, I got on it because I think it was a good way to really uh, keep in touch, see what's going on with um, other friends, people you have not seen in a while. So you still feel that um, you still feel that you you are connected with them, but maybe not so much. But at least you know they're there. It's a convenient place to know that you know these people are still around and let them know that you're still around. So that's the personal side. Um, business side is largely uh, on LinkedIn for uh, a few reasons. Uh, of course, uh, you so know. Journey, one of the while you're on the personal yeah. side, before you yeah. move to the business side. Okay. Let's talk about this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's oh, talk I about. I had no idea you're gonna. KTV okay. enthusiasts. So it <laughs> seems like this is your most popular content on. Um, okay, let me media. let me explain. Let me explain. So um, I I can't remember when I started this, um, but because you know in my head is, so the situation in Singapore because of COVID, uh, karaoke lounges or whatever you call it, KTVs is no longer available for us to patronize they've been shut business closed down for good or whatever uh i don't think many of them survived uh, since uh the start of the uh, pandemic being someone who loves going karaoke and you know so this is just something i do to scratch my itch a little bit so uh, on a weekly basis i'll throw a theme out and get people to contribute the songs that they sing on ktv so to number one, scratch the itch. Number two, you know, uh, get a group of people who are also missing karaoke to at least share a little bit and build a song database so that in case one day we all go back and are able to enjoy this activity, 
I can go through these posts and say, oh yeah, I haven't sang this song in a while. Oh yeah, this song, blah, 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 that kind of thing. So did that address it? <laughs> no, that's great. No, because um, I think it's unique because, you know, even though this is more your personal page, right? Um, yeah. It, your posts on the KTV is very engaging, right? It's, it's, it's just friends, people who have, you know, went to KTV before. I guess they identify with it and then, you know, we just... Just check on it, lah. You know, different songs, share different yeah, songs. Yeah, so it's yeah. very, um, it's very just casual. Um, you guys, it's a niche, right? Everyone likes, <laughs> you know, karaoke's, and you yeah. know, I mean, I've commented on some as well, and I think it's kind of fun because there's songs that I remember listening to myself, you know, growing yep. up that um I haven't heard in a long time, you know, like Cantonese um singers and stars. Yep. So, um, you know. And I think for our audience out there, you know, we talk about the business aspect of social media so much, right? But I think there's also this personal aspect to, you know, just relax. You know, some people get lost in their feed. But it seemed like within Facebook itself, it's become a very much a community learning mm. yeah, platform. Uh, it I is. mean, it's hard to sell anything now on Facebook. It's hard to really do business on Facebook. I don't know much people that are really successful, only if they have a large budget. But I think they have done a very good job regards to the community group aspect, right? Mm. So, yeah. and that's why I just want to bring that up. I think it's kind of unique. And I think as a business, I think if you can get creative and utilizing not so much selling, but um, creating groups that are more where it's a special niche, right? If you like video gaming or if you like the yeah. NBA basketball and you create these private groups and in order to create engagement and building community online. I, so. I think I think the, the community aspect is built around the interest groups, right? Yeah. I think we see the interest group thing, uh, you know, pretty much all across, uh, all across social media. You know, that's why you have things like Discord now. I, I don't know even if you classify that as social media but it's very it's very uh, uh what do you call it interest slash community oriented yep. right Correct. uh and and of course now i'm i mean everyone is used to having different different um whatsapp chat groups or wechat chat groups that kind of a thing so it's kind of like gone from from you know social media like facebook to more of community type yeah so that's that's kind of like uh, something I do just for fun on the personal level. Um, I don't, I don't cross share whatever content I have in Facebook and, and LinkedIn and vice versa. They seldom cross over un unless I think that I, which is really something I want to share. So back to the uh, business aspects, uh, why I am on LinkedIn really, uh, well, number one, um, you know, to spread the good word about my personal brand. That's something everyone started to do was primarily the reason I went on anyway. Um, but increasingly, I find that uh, uh, LinkedIn is important. I mean, not just from the personal branding aspect. Yes, it's the large umbrella around it. But I find it a good place to, um, how do I put it? For lack of a better word, uh, to to showcase um, my capability, so to speak, okay? Because I'm in marketing and 
now if you look at any job description right they will ask oh we need people with experience in digital marketing or content marketing what better ways to show that than on linkedin right so right. that is that is what i do what i do and uh in terms of the really really work related thing um companies are starting to do a lot more realize the power of social media and platforms like linkedin so they also really would want internally for their employees to spread um you know on the pr side of things or to keep the market updated on what are the latest developments uh employees are great ambassadors for the company and linkedin is one one uh social media platform for us to do that to talk about what's happening or what your company is doing this that you want to share you know so that's really more on the uh, practical really 100% work work aspect um yeah i think i think i pretty much covered everything i i had in mind on on that what about you aldrick well the first comment is we should have jennifer on the show i think that she's back on uh, linkedin uh, posting consistency i noticed yeah. it um there must be a reason but uh i guess i'll ask her personally next time uh, <laughs> No, I was hoping she can get on too, and then, uh, yeah, but she has if to, if she can, she has to cook dinner. <laughs> uh, I think I think the other observation I have within our group is, uh, I think Jeremy's posting is getting a bit more consistent too. Uh, I don't check Facebook. It, no, no, Facebook is is out. It's totally uh, whack. Oh, whack. Uh, there's no relevance for me to be there. First, I don't have a Facebook group. Uh, second, I think that it takes too much effort to actually grow one. And in truth, uh, I think 2022 and, and forward, you probably don't need a group. Uh, you don't need to grow your own group organically. That's what I mean. Uh, you can leverage on other people's group. Uh, and that is in part what Jeremy just mentioned, which is, uh, I, I see it this way. So the, the kind of social media platforms that we have, uh, that we are used to since the second decade of uh, the 2000s, uh, they are public platforms. Now, there's a difference between uh, public and private, uh, something like software. So you have cloud-based and then you have your own on-premise. Uh, mm -hmm. That's where you have your uh, communication and collaboration platforms coming into play. <clears throat> so things like Discord, like Slack, uh, mm. They're getting popular, but I don't see them as a replacement for social media. It's different. So what it does is that it brings people who share the same interests or who have a particular liking for the person to join the group, to cross-pollinate their work, and to get better. So um, it's, it's slightly closed door in a way. Some of, mm. them, some of them are by invite. But um, it's easy and it circles back to my point. You don't need to grow your own group on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find uh, interest groups on Discord, on Slack. And then if you get your way in, it is actually more meaningful to, find, to, to spend time there than to be on social media because you go in with a purpose. You know what those people are about. So you are going to be focused. So I, mm -hmm. I think I think this will uh, this is the trend that I see. Of course, now it's like it's like there's social media and then there's the collaboration tools. But eventually, we will, as with time, 
eventually collaboration tools will come to the limelight. Social media will, will slowly move behind. And I, I think I think that's the, the way it is today. Um, so, so just before I, I finish off this part, Jeremy mentioned personal branding um, and and topics that's relevant to that. I understand. We went to the same course. We we had the same instructor. <laughs> the, the, the important thing is Is this. that how you guys met? No. no. Okay. We met uh, uh, I went there for exposure anyway. So okay. but I'm not going to talk about how I feel about the course. Uh, that's irrelevant. Uh, I want to say this in the context of uh, digital and marketing. So it's, it's, it's an overlap of both. Um, the digital aspect of marketing evolves bit by bit on a daily basis. So if you don't, if you, if you don't follow, um, you get left behind uh, very quickly in time to come. I don't mean social media, I mean digital, digital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, back then in 2018, 19, personal branding was the, you got to do it. You know, you got to promote what you think. You got to promote your personal brand. You got to promote what you believe. I think these days, people who are still talking about it, they are uh, close to being irrelevant. I'll put it that way. Um, they don't understand what's coming or they, or they do not experiment enough to know what's coming. And I think that's dangerous. Uh, not that I really care, but from a, from a, a, a commercial perspective, when you are irrelevant, prospects and clients leave you. Okay, so uh, if you are interested to build your own solopreneurship, your own products, your own company, you will have to move beyond and see what's coming. And I think that's uh, I think that's relevant. Personal branding is slowly moving behind. No one really cares now. Uh, that's why for me, I no longer talk a lot about it. Uh, I don't post that often on LinkedIn anymore. Same for Jacqueline, the one that appeared on our uh, Growing Up episode 3, the LinkedIn mm. superstar. She doesn't post mm. daily anymore. Mm. So it, it should say something, okay? Mm. Uh, for me, I think uh, personal branding still works, but it's not about you, how you think, what your beliefs are. People are tired about it. Instead, it's really about... Um, I call it POP, promotion of portfolio. So first promote your work. Your work is you. Face it, face it, your work is you. And people like to see uh, work that's being produced by others as opposed to we telling them what to do, okay? So POP, promote, uh, promoting the portfolio. And the other one is um, I occasionally showcase my achievement. Uh, and and that's it. The, the personal opinion piece to me now takes uh, the bench. Low priority. Yeah, lowest priority. Uh, yeah, so so that's what I think now. Mm. Oh, that's interesting because it's good mm. to hear um, everyone's perspective, right? Because for me, um, I run an agency, so um, I do marketing. I don't even, now I, I prefer not to even say digital marketing. It's just marketing in general, right? Um, because there's just too many aspects to um, digital marketing or marketing is all, all within the same, right? We, it's the whole idea of winning attention. And I think Eldrick's right. Um, all these tools go through this life. I always said there's th these timelines. 
a life cycle and we've seen it through myspace we've seen it with you know google um i mean uh, it just repeats history repeats itself and you see there's a timeline for everything right and uh, the job of our people who are in the agency world is we have to understand the life cycle of these platforms and we try to catch the latest platform the latest algorithm and what's coming ahead you know like right now um you know i just did a whole annual planning with my core team and you know we're looking into like hey nfts um different ways you know to utilize our content develop our content differently um in 2022 so i think aldrich's absolutely right because it's easy to become irrelevant you know and with that said though um like personally my Facebook's set to private because I don't utilize Facebook for really um I mean I have a business Facebook for my company um I don't manage it really I, I go on there but you know I have a team that manages it um and same thing with my LinkedIn um I mean I'm just candid I post sometimes but my team started posting for me on LinkedIn so, I mean, <laughs> some of it is my thoughts or what they get out of watching my old video. But, um, you know, what's been a blessing is just we've been doing video content for the last six years. So I have a lot of content. So my team's able to um, utilize the rehash these content and put it out there. And my perspective is Facebook to me is my personal journal. It's not so much for just anyone. It's more, I'm very um, selective on who I add to the group as people I actually personally know. Um, I'm not trying to hit numbers. I don't care how many people are on my Facebook. But for me, it's almost like, hey, if I die one day, my children can go back on there and go, hey, um, oh, this is my dad. And oh, you know, so I try to be very candid um, share family photos of my kids, the things I do for them, because mm. nowadays I don't really take photos and put it in an album. So mm. all there is left is really the photos on Facebook, right? And I love that fa Facebook has a legacy account, so um, I, I can put my children's name on there, my wife, different things like that. And it's kind of nice because you can see both video and, you know, the, the way dad thinks, the way... Uh, you know yep. my thought process so for me it's almost like personal time capsule so i can pass to my children um regards to linkedin um it is my professional network so i do you know i try to post once a day that's from me and then i just kind of you know it's a great way from uh, to headhunt um find talent um especially in the digital world um that's where a lot of marketers are videographers and also mm -hmm. um it does give you a credibility um, in my hmm. line of business because it seemed like more of my clients look at my LinkedIn profile to check if I'm credible than my website. <laughs> so hmm. um, it does help um, regards to gaining business. They see that, hey, he practices what he preach. You know, he hmm. believes in it. He's consistent. That type of thing. But regards from a business perspective, you know, we're on YouTube, we're, we were on Pinterest at the time, we're on Twitter, we're everywhere, right? But um, I think for me, it's more as an agency, we have to do it because um, 
we preach consistency. So then we have, I am a firm believer in you do what you preach instead of just telling people to do it and then you don't do it yourself. So that's me in a nutshell, but we're always looking at, hey, how can we do it better? You know, and is it, example, like Facebook, it has changed so much from the business perspective. Instead of posting pictures or even um, um, videos that are well-produced, um, from a business perspective, it's actually good to just use the mobile portion of your Facebook and just ask questions, you know. Um, we're From a business page perspective, we get more engagement by asking people, hey, how are you utilizing Facebook, you know? Um, what are some of your favorite functions? And it's almost like people start engaging and it looks like, it seems like Facebook ranked your content better from a business perspective. Versus in the past, you know, you can post photography and different things like that. And mm -hmm. you see the algorithm changing on LinkedIn as well, right? Um, for a while, it was long form content. And now you're seeing that, hey, the shift has changed, right? Um, video seems to be good, but almost the video, if you just did it on your phone, you know, versus a well-produced video gets better engagement or um, pictures of yourself, right? And so mm -hmm. the key is, you know, you're just trying to get attention all the time, right? <laughs> That's the name game of these platforms. But I think it's important. Um, if you can't be active personally on these platforms, then I agree with Eldrick. Sometimes it's a waste of time because you really do have to engage with people. In order for social media to work, I always say um, you can't take social the worst social out of the worst social media, right? Or it's just media. So it's just branding. Yep. So you have to constantly like build relationships, hop on Zoom calls, the, you know, interact with people for the opportunity to happen. But then you have to weigh out that takes time, right? And I mean, we, we see it in all three of us, right? Um, hmm. When COVID first hit, we had time. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I was agency wasn't as busy. Everyone's trying to figure out, hey, what's going to happen with the pandemic? I'm working yep. from home when I've worked six years, uh, you know, at an office space and now I'm home. And I was like, okay, everyone's hopping on Zoom. Let's do Zoom calls, right? And we're all in this discovery. But after like meeting 40 people on Zoom every day and maybe <laughs> out of the whole week, you might have one opportunity, <laughs> you know? And now... The world kind of, even though it's not truly open back up, but I think people are tired of the um, pandemic and things are kind of back to normal and people don't want it. They're not active yeah. as much. And I think yeah. human nature, we're hungry for conferences, interaction, for things to go back to what, the new normal, you know? So I think businesses are done offline is back to yeah. offline and i don't i don't know that's why sometimes i'm like i understand that the metaverse is really real web three but are people all gonna buy in right i think it's gonna be a challenge like is it really gonna transform everyone i can see maybe the generations like c uh, buying in a little more but i think people are still gonna be hungry for human interactive especially I know people say, oh, the pandemic has accelerated technology. But at the same time, it has made us want to do the, you know, dinners with friends and because we've been stuck at home for so long.
you know so that's my yeah. thought yeah i just want to i just want to pick on uh, I, I want to pick on but i just want to elaborate on some of the points that uh, kevin you just elaborated uh things come they 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 come like as with all forms of innovation in general they come they peak and then there's stagnation eventually there's this dial yeah when it comes this way something is gonna something will just be on the up wave right and that's it's a it's a truism uh over time mm. uh what the pandemic has accelerated has nothing to do with social media per se but what it does it is it has compressed the the innovation life cycle so we can see at the very beginning everyone hopped on to social media right so that that sort of that sort of squeeze squeeze the 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 bell the the normal distribution for for uh, social media right but mm. what it also does is that it makes all of us uh more fatigued than ever faster yes. than before and what happened was that uh we start to see an uptick in social publishing where people are sick of all the the very simple short posts of uh, i'm good i'm so good uh look at me so so people start to, to crave longer form content where there's well expressed thoughts and then there's the growth of newsletters, uh, monetized ones, because journalists are losing their jobs. They hop on newsletters. So there's, there's always a reason, okay? So now there's Metaverse and then there's uh, NFTs. The, the thing is, uh, I think don't spend too much time on your leverage tools. What I mean is the media, the media piece of what we are doing today, uh, don't spend too much time trying to crack that code, meaning the algorithm of your social media platforms, the algorithm of, let's say, Ethereum or Web 3.0. Don't spend too much time on that. Instead, spend time on uh, your work, spend time on improving your work, and then use these media platforms to showcase your work. Because your work is yours. It's People know that it's you. Right, and it is a separate entity from from the media platforms. So no matter how these media platforms change, I don't change anything. I still continue to share my work across the new platforms in a different way, in a different format. And I don't really give a shit about you know how they want to change the algorithms. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's my quick comment. And uh, my heart always goes out to uh, the writers who who. Uh, who depend 100% of their income from one writing platform or one social publishing platform. And when an algorithmic changes can be, can be very, very drastic. So your take home can be initially could be about 8,000 after an algorithm update, it could be about 3,000 pre-tax, pre-tax US tax, huh? not, not, not the rest of the world. So, um, I think focus on your portfolio of work. That's more relevant, in my opinion. Second point, don't think about your content. I think that's the, that's the worst starting point. Think about your channel. And the way to think about it is, if you, are, if you want to build a YouTube channel, you go to your channel and look at all your videos. Do they tell a comprehensive story about you? Or they are just a mess. 
is your content a mess? Meaning your first video and your second video don't jive. Your second video has nothing to do with the topic of your channel. The third video is just uh, you know a shot about a, sh a YouTube shot about you going out uh, to have uh, to have something to eat when your entire channel is about marketing. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I I wrote about this. Uh, I wrote about this on a startup. I wrote about this and submitted to a startup publication on Medium, and and people are like, oh yeah, that's that's a different way of thinking about this. So don't think about your content. But think about your entire channel. What does your channel represent, right? If I go to your LinkedIn profile, I scroll through all the posts, one scroll, okay? One scroll, five posts, and I don't have an idea what you're trying to tell me. I'm not interested anymore. Literally, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, so that's what I think. Um, bring the attention back to yourself. It's, it's, my, it's my personal journey of this. No, that's a great perspective because I think there's a lot of ways to utilize social media, and I think you have to garner it to your own personality and who you are as a person. Um, because, I, you know, social media is about being social, and you, each of us have our own way of thinking, our own perspective, just like the show, you know. All three of us think very differently, and um, mm. the way we utilize our social media is very different. And I think as... Um, there's no right or wrong. That's why sometimes I, you know, there's a lot of social media coaches and pe people come to my agency, new clients, and go, what do you think of this guy's perspective or this guy? And I ask them, what's your perspective? You know, can you be like, <laughs> you know, uh, Grant Cardone? <laughs> Are you Grant Cardone? Do you have own, you know, a billion dollar portfolio? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you don't, then you're not going to drive. The same traffic as Grant Cardone, you know, um, same thing. Are you Elon Musk? Can you, you know, uh, you, you know, he's one of the, he's the wealthiest man, right? Yeah, influential. Yeah. <laughs> so he's influential. So like the way he tweets, you know, people listen, but if I did it, no one's going to listen to me. They're like, this guy's crazy, <laughs> you know? So, so I think it's, I like what Eldrick said. Uh, one, I think you have to. You focus on yourself and what you want to put out there, you know, and you have to look at it as a collectively, um, the story you want to tell. Um, I know next week we have, well, we're taking a break next week because of Chinese New Year, but the following week we have a guest that's going to talk about narrative marketing, right? And so I think it's what narrative do you want to tell hmm. the people that are following your channels or your social media? Um, so, Jeremy, I know yeah. prior to the pandemic, you were also doing some video of yourself going through like coffee Good question. Shop. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's what happened. Okay. First thing first, I, I want to go back to first, what uh, Andre. Yeah. Avoid the P word procrastination. Second, you should oh, no, no, no. suggest something that's around the spirit of procrastination. Okay. You can begin. Oh, no, no, no. I, I just want to touch on what. Um, Audrey mentioned uh, on about you know him scrolling through and yep. read your five posts and what that says about you. So so I think that's also why I try to draw a distinction between what I do on Facebook and what I do on LinkedIn. Because if I post half of what I do on Facebook in LinkedIn, that's it. People like Audrey is just going to take me not seriously at all, and that's it. I ruin my own uh, narrative about myself. Yeah. So um, you you might be real popular, <laughs> but that's not what I'm out to do. But that's not what I'm out to do for. 
All he has to do is to to run along the street sneaker and you get all do TikTok, yeah. People have suggested that, but no, I I probably shouldn't. Yeah, I got a bad mind. You, you lose so, your job, but you you have a fun hobby with following. a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> not not gonna happen. Still need a job, man. Uh, You'll so, be an so influencer, but you, nah, you won't no, no, get no. paid. Exactly, yeah. Hung, hungry influencer. My children are all gonna die. Um, to to answer um all this question, yeah, um. It's really like you said, right? Showcase your portfolio. Uh, the videos and whatever I share on retail on LinkedIn is uh, exactly what I was trying to do, right? Um, so what happened to the videos? Uh, whole of last year, I didn't do any videos. It's really primarily just to hide and uh, not be the one that infects the whole family or cause the whole family to be put under lockdown. That's why I really avoided doing videos, lah. Um, plus the vaccination status things and all that. Okay, anyway. I'm struggling to see if I see if we talk about this year, right? 2022. I'm struggling to to I really want to go out and do uh videos, pick up where I left off um this year, because uh there are a few new stores. Surprise, surprise, during pandemic, there are new stores open in Singapore, uh new concepts that I, I, I probably have a list in my mind, yeah, which are the ones I want to go on and shoot videos. Uh, but again, it's this concern about hmm, if I go and I bring something back uh, or you know, get my family locked down. I have young children. They cannot go to school. That's not really good. So it's a fine, it's a really, really fine balance. But uh, yeah, truth be told, I, I really want to go back and do it. Yeah, of course, there's also that pressure of that so-called, you know, recognition influencer thing. Um, so really, really, it's 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 down to that. Lah. Um, however, on the uh, personal side of things, since we also talk about social media, let's talk about the social aspect, yeah? Yeah. Um, one of the use I use social media is really also to uh, look at other people, um, what they share, what they think, and see if there's an alignment, there's a, a possibility for collaboration, right? Which is why, you know, yesterday I went out to meet uh, a prospective collaborator for our chat for, for the next session. Uh, and, and he's a gentleman that I've sort of observed um, what he shared. Uh, and, you know, he's older than me, looks really wiser than me. And I like the things he shared, the way he, 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 he talks about things, very down to earth. So I find that alignment. I thought, okay, maybe I can meet this guy. And and what actually triggered the final meeting was really when I went back to office uh, last week and one of my colleagues said, hey, how come you know this person? I said, oh, um, no, I actually don't know this person, but I interact with him on social media over time. I feel like I know him. Then 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 my this colleague mentioned, oh, he, he used to be my colleague. You know, oh, then I was like, that sort of triggered. I said, oh, why not the three of us meet together? Well, eventually, um, my colleague didn't appear, but you know, I still met the gentleman anyway. So, so this is just like one story of one way that we we could use social media. I, I do use it because I, uh, because of what we do. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't know that person, but after our PUP chat, I try and make effort to meet them because I really want, like what they share. Uh, not so much to collaborate. Really, it's just to socialize. No one more person. Network, whatever I call it. So that's one aspect. Um, the other aspect, which uh, I probably should have said, but I didn't share, really was social media has been my source of news. I don't buy newspapers. I don't read newspapers anymore. But, um, you know, be it uh, things that are generally happening, general affairs happening, or more on the business side of things, you know, retail happenings, I think social media is really a good source of uh, information because it, it really, uh, well, in a way, it is not that, uh, what do you call it, filtered or uh 
uh, governed, right? So you really get um, different views, um, worldviews on how certain things are. And in the field of retail, I think really social media is one way for me to keep in pace. So and I've realized- Social media feeds yeah. what you want to think the way your perspective is. So. Yeah, I know the algorithm thing. Yeah, but I, I do I do think that I still maintain that able ability to be you know critical thinking and analyze what these guys are saying. I I, I hope I do, and I think I do. I may be wrong, uh, but um, I think it, it's important to keep pace, especially for you know an industry like uh retail. Things are happening very differently, and it really does I feel make me uh be better at my job, based on what I read and what I understand what's happening in the US, oh, what's happening in, in this part of the world, and try to make sense of which one is better or which one, or if anything at all. It, it forms some background that at least I think I can speak confidently if somebody asks, hey, what's the situation in, in Asia versus US, right, retail? Or who do you think is going to be, what is the more prevalent trend which is going to come over here, you know? Like we always talk about live streaming in China, is it going to be going over to US, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it makes me appreciate uh, What's happening in the in in the world work of retail uh, better the industry I'm in, so I yeah, think so, we should not neglect that. So I think I agree with you, Jeremy. So for me, like I have so many numerous opportunities that open up because of social media. Because if it wasn't for social media, I would be anti-social. So, <laughs> so, so that's what um, Jen said. Um, Hmm. Or my, uh, my son said, um, "Dad, you have no friends." <laughs> I had that say to me before. <laughs> and then, and then um, they go, um, "Except the two guys on your show, <laughs> um, Jeremy and Aldrich." <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, so for me, like, I work so much. So by the time I get off, I'm tired. So I'm either, you know maybe work out a little bit or just with my kids go out to eat but but mm -hmm. with on top of that the pandemic i don't interact with much people and even mm -hmm. clients you know a lot of times assume or my staff is going out to meet them i'm mm -hmm. not the one meeting them so um i think i would become pretty um just submerged hermit. in my work yeah. <laughs> you know from my desk. and so for me it is a way to kind of keep up with my old colleagues and um friends from the past or people that i grew up with because um if it wasn't for social media nowadays i i'm not i don't talk much over the phone it's not mm. my thing so i'm not a mm. man of many words when it comes to picking up the phone only if it's if i pick up the phone it's probably an emergency or if someone has a question for me because mm -hmm. um, I or a fire I need to put out at work, right? So um, I think social media allows me to get that human interaction and just be able to um, touch base with people, see their pictures. Oh, your son is 12, you know, what's going on? For me, I find it easier for me to just, uh, you know, Facebook message or comment, you know, versus, mm -hmm. hey, you know, picking up the phone and asking. And maybe I'm just not very social. I, I don't know. But that's me, <laughs> you know? And it's nothing against people. It's not I don't like people. I, I've never been... Um, my wife's the opposite, right? She she wants to interact. She wants to go have a cup of coffee. Um, for me, I mean, I'm a very loyal person. The You know, the people I am close to, you know, 
I'll go help you if you need something, that type of thing. But I'm just not like, uh, let's have a coffee, you know, <laughs> uh, you know all, all the time type person, you know, I'll go have coffee because my wife goes to have coffee. So I have to go, you know, <laughs> so personality, yeah, so it's personality, just a personality yeah. thing, right? But I, I, I enjoy like for me, like even bottoms up, right? I actually enjoy this time that I get to interact with you guys. And also it allows you to connect uh, globally too, right? Because mm. for me, I'm still, you know, I'm Asian. And it's good to be in touch with people, you know, on the other side of the world and just be aware because uh, the U.S. perspective is just one-sided, you know. So it's good to hear, hey, well, how does the East think? Because I'm kind of out of touch, you know, with Asia, you know. I, I get the news in the U.S. I have Chinese television, but it's still very limited. I'd rather mm -hmm. hear firsthand from people that mm -hmm. live out there, right? So for me, it's um, refreshing. So that's me, <laughs> but I think that's what social media allows you to do. It's like now I've built some friendships in Singapore and hey, when the quarantine's over, maybe I can go out there and now I know people, right? So um, it's been great regards to that sense. And it isn't always about business only for me. Um, I've met some amazing people. I think I've met hmm. some better friends online than people that are within my city, you know, um, people that's really helped like, Hey, I'm looking for this kind of, um, you know, someone to do content writing or, Hey, I, if I need a videographer, I mean, people are very generous, like, Hey, Kevin, Hey, here's someone looking for a job. Why don't you contact them? So, I mean, that's been great. You know, I can't see doing that without being active on social media. Mm. You know, so, right. Because it Audrey? allows me, I feel it's almost like a huge networking group. Um, like, I mean, people go conferences because you look for opportunities to either hire people or potential clients. And mm -hmm. social media, I would say LinkedIn is the only platform that I feel is like a huge networking group. But you have to engage with people in order to get back, you know, what what you're looking for, right? So. Mm. Mm -hmm. You have to yes, put in the work. Oh, I was just wondering, you got any any uh, other views to add on 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 this topic? Uh, um, <laughs> I am a little more deliberated in the way I think about things. Uh, in part because I don't. Uh, in part, I think I'm at a a point in my life, and the both of you can probably relate a test, or maybe not yet. Okay, let's put that way. I'm I uh, I'm at a point in my life where I uh I want to I want to give my best shot and I don't want to have any regrets. Um, I'm starting to see that every year is can be very different. Uh, what example? What was athletically possible? Uh, when I was in when I was in my thirty five. It's a little difficult now at 39 or 30 or 40 or 38. Okay. So it it built a lot of humility, humility in me that hey, I can do what I'm doing now. 
because I want to do it, I like to do it, I'm passionate. But at the same time, the, there is always this possibility that uh, down the road, I might not be able to do it anymore, even though I'm still passionate. Just like mm. I'm still, I still want to stand on top of the podium uh, in competitive running or triathlon. I, I still do. But the fact is that um, this body is no longer the body in my 35 or in my early 30s. So I need to have a different perspective. So for me, I think uh, in terms of work, I, I, I want to do a lot of things. I don't want to regret it. I want to do it. Now, then based on what I do, my approach is very simple. Based on what I do, then I go and find the people that does the same thing as I do. So if I write, okay, let's pick a platform, Medium. If I write, and uh, I know that there's other people who write on Medium too, writers, I'll just, I'll just find clues where they are, where they hang out, okay? Um, so to keep the long story short, they are very active on Twitter. So I go on Twitter, but I'm not there to promote my personal brand. I'm there to see what they do and I'm there to promote my work. So my tweets are very simple. This is my latest article. This is my uh, highest ranking uh, article. This is what I wrote about digital marketing. This is what I wrote about entrepreneurship. That's it. I'm not there to grow any traction or whatsoever. And then uh, because I write, so then uh, I want to also network with editors. Editors, mm. right? And so I'll be like, where do editors hang out? Hmm. Uh, oh, some of them are on LinkedIn, some of them are on Twitter too. So, and when I do that and I establish connection, I get that email and then, and then you know, we, we, it, it moves on. Uh, for my day job, nine to six or nine to nine, uh, I promote what I do on LinkedIn, uh, but it's very selective now. So if I have nothing to say, I won't say anything because I want to keep my channel consistent, like what I mentioned just now. And then uh, the last one, the last category, what I want to do and uh, what I want to showcase that I'm proud of. I have two projects for this year. I, I, I didn't set any resolutions for myself because I'm starting to think that they are irrelevant. I think I'm getting old. Um, oh, I'm, I'm there already since a long time ago. <laughs> no resolutions. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm thinking of uh, working on two projects that is really bringing out what I know, uh, professional knowledge-wise, personal knowledge-wise, uh, and, and showcasing it in the best form possible. The first project, Kevin knows, it's my YouTube channel, but I'm taking my time to think about it. I, I want to, at, at the back of my head, is something like a consultant's college. Like if you want to be a consultant and you come to my channel, you have everything that can help you. Either as an aspiry or you are, you are already in, in that vertical. And the other one that I'm thinking is uh, this. Writing a book, yay. Yeah, writing a book as opposed to an article. Because the truth is not many people read. And that's not the point. The point is who reads. So one, one, uh, one source uh, actually clicked with me. It says that uh, on average, CEOs read 30 or 40 plus books a year. And that clicked. That clicked with me. CEOs read. So I should write a book. I, I, I don't need to bother about the rest of the world. 
I just need to get in front of those people who will read and take action. Who are those? CEOs, right? Yep. So, so that's the two the two projects that I have, and uh, always uh, uh, when I'm done, I'll probably uh, promote my work online. Let's say, but it's not to focus on the promotion, but it's to focus on what I've produced, and I think that would that would be a more grounded approach towards using whatever form of social media that's freely available, and it's something. That when I promote, I can be proud of. That this is really, mm. wow, it's a, I really speed up every single organ in my in my in me, and this is like, oh. <laughs> so, so so that's what that's what I think. Uh, it's so so in a way, because I'm thinking about all this, and because I'm trying to be to to better my writing one day at a time, one article at a time. I I no longer think about. Okay, I, I should say this. Uh, personal branding or just promoting what I think, uh, how or what I think, what you should do, no longer makes sense to me. In a way, it it, it just doesn't. Like, uh, I think we we should uh, engage with more depth. But I'm not gonna preach it. I'm gonna do it, and then I'll show it. Uh, that's that's what I think. No, that's great. Awesome. I think you know and. That's something you you create a collection of your life's work, you know, like a book doesn't go away. It's it's all together, and and I'm firm believer, and that's um something my team talked about too this year. Is um I'm a firm believer in YouTube. Out of all the social channels, it's the one. Oh, I think I, this one is gonna stay. This one will stay. It's the only one I feel, you know. And I'm a digital marketer. I look at this stuff every day. YouTube is not going away. It's a search engine as well. Um, mm. So I think this one will stay regardless of, you know, it's not, it's different. It's not about content. It's almost a repository. It's almost, think of it as almost like a indexing library type thing, right? So, and and it goes across generations, right? Yeah. My, my son's favorite thing is YouTube. My mother... She watches YouTube, <laughs> you know, m me, I watch YouTube. I spend the most time on YouTube. So to learn stuff, to watch. So I think it goes across generations. You know, you can't say that about LinkedIn. My son's not on LinkedIn. You can't hmm. even say that about TikTok. I have zero interest in TikTok. Zero. Like I, my staff sometimes show me, I'm like, if you guys want to do stuff like that, go for it. But I am not, I don't get stuck on the feed it just for my personality it just doesn't do anything so i really think youtube bypasses it goes across generation and i think um it's here to stay i really i don't feel it's going anywhere and um it's pretty interesting i was reading about how youtube um the ceo is gonna tie it with um blockchain <laughs> and nfts and um crypto so <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting. So it's, wow. quite, a, it's quite a conflicting business model between Web two and Web three. Yeah. So yeah. I would like to see I would like to see how the the tech giants actually pull it off. Very very interesting. Yeah. I'm so, struggling. I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking at it and I'm I'm trying to reconcile the different business models too. 
like a simple example, I write. So the, the, the way in which I can earn my keep is um, as many concurrent readers as possible on my article that's there. As many. You don't need to own the article. I just need you to read the article. Hmm. So it's a shared model on Web2. On Web3, uh, you can buy my article as part of an NFT, but when you buy it, you, you actually hold it. You, one person. So when, if someone else wants to read it, they have to buy it from you, resale, okay? And with each leg of the resale, the author gets a commission. Okay, so two right. different ways of earning. Now I'm thinking, is there a point to go the resale route for writing? I've been struggling with this. Like, interesting. Maybe that will do for visual art because people want to own uh, kitties, kittens. I, I, that's definitely, definitely apes. Uh, yeah, apes. I don't know. Or games, bonuses on games, I guess. If that makes sense. Oh, I'm going to talk about that, really, because yeah, that's yeah, a huge and, and difference. It's, it's, um, it's a wonderful era to be in because we are, we are really thinking about things that does not concern our livelihood. It does not concern basic necessities. That's a different thing altogether because of all the raging inflation that is created by mm. your current uh, administration. <laughs> to, like, you know, so... There's always a reason why I never supported that guy to begin with. But anyway, you guys are going to eat your own shit. <laughs> and the worst part is I'm going to get part of it. <laughs> anyway. I mean, the thing about, the, the thing about um, uh, YouTube and on, on blockchain, I, I think it makes sense because um, it's really about the IP thing, right? Intellectual property, right? If there's any way to put it on blockchain and open leisure, leisure that means you own that thing, the video that you create. So I feel uh, when, if, if YouTube is on blockchain, it's really trying to be, you know, web 2.5, not going decentralized, trying to control the decentralization from it from going to 3.0, but, and trying to pull people back uh, uh, into the, I own everything web 2.0 style and trying to find the middle path with the NFT thing, because that really, uh, states that you are the creator and you own it. And if you sell it, you get your real royalty as every time it gets sold. Yeah, but the content itself can be shared. Yeah, so I think that is the the, the thinking behind it. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. However, when you look at uh, NFTs being linked to gaming, uh, I think recently there's a lot of backlash <laughs> on that, on, on, on the web. So I think that one really is a cash grab. Lah. I think it makes sense for YouTube. That's 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 my point. So we, we got to be careful. Um, yeah, how are you going to use blockchain? Yeah, but that's the discussion for a different day. <laughs> that's going to be another episode. So um, <laughs> before we end tonight, so um, what's one thing you recommend people? Like um, how should they, in your perspective, your own perspective, um, are you pro-social media or not i i won't say i'm i won't say i'm pro but i i think you mentioned about legacy i have been you know many times share with you guys as well the reason why I do wp whatever i post it's really for for well when my kids are old enough to appreciate 
what I say, not the father now that it goes, you know, going after them on discipline, that kind of thing. Hopefully they discover all these videos and, oh, that's what my dad thinks about whatever. And really that's kind of what I can leave behind. Don't have riches and maybe what's mental or wisdom, if hopefully it is, uh, wisdom uh, would, would be more valuable. Who knows? So the legacy aspect, I think, is uh, one of the main reasons I I, 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 I do what I do la, on, on social media. Mm-hmm. Piece of me, yeah, a piece of me lives on until the platform goes away. La. Immortalize myself. I don't know. I should shoot more videos, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, actually, you didn't answer Kevin's origin. I didn't. What was that? How do I see it? To the the videos in your repository that you have already shot, are you going to process them and, and put it out? No, I... I actually, I actually, uh, you mean my retail ones? I actually do have a YouTube channel, but I don't, I don't promote it, and uh, I've not updated it. I've not uploaded everything I've done, so I, I just keep all those videos now on my uh, LinkedIn profile under the highlights part. Uh, but I think with the newer, I, I do have some, the more la- later short videos on the YouTube channel, but I'm keeping it really as a repository of my work. If I need to show it, you know, it's up there. If people discover it uh, accidentally, oh, great, it's there, you know. Um, so, yeah, but might have to take a second look at what I want to do with it. But it's, it's still going to be retail videos, uh, retail stores and all that because I think that's interesting enough in a way. And like you said, right, you need to be consistent. Nobody's going to identify me. One day I start to shoot about food. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, yeah, I think... It comes down to when it comes to social media is really is is how you want to utilize it. There's so many ways to utilize social media today and so many platforms. And it really depends on who you are, your personality, what you're comfortable with. And if you're a business, then maybe it's a little different, right? It depends. Then you have to look at your product and your service. What are you selling and where's your audience, right? Um, <laughs> I think it's goofy when people go, oh, I need to be on TikTok and their product has no audience on TikTok. Then why do you need to be on TikTok, right? Um, so I'm not a firm believer in like, I, I believe in diversifying, but you also need manpower to diversify and, or mm. energy or costs or time. And if you don't have that, then you need to go with your lowest hanging fruit. Where is your audience for your product or service and just be there, right? But there's so many ways to go about it. And that's why, you know, you can go on YouTube and search social media um, gurus or social media coaches. And you have 5,000 people talking about all these different. Oh, there must be millions of results. Like millions. Yeah, all these methods, right? But at the end, it's like that's the method that worked for them. (laughs) Right? It might not work for you. So, um, yeah. you know, if you want to, you know, support them, I look, I mean, there's nothing wrong with supporting people, but it's almost like, uh, I look at it as almost like donations, right? So, because it, there's just so many ways to look at all this stuff and you really have to know yourself and what you're comfortable with, what's your ability as a business, um, in order to really tackle it, right? Even for us, right? Bottoms up, um, we, we've looked at it in so many ways. Um, we're all busy people, and we don't have a lot of engagement now um, on our show. 
Uh, and we have to evaluate, right? And uh, probably Jeremy goes, hey, what are we going to do? 100 episodes, right? And Aldrich, <laughs> I think we're all thinking the same way. And uh, in all honesty, it's like we have to reevaluate, right? Is <laughs> it worth die. our time? Are we going to get busier? Um, do we still want to do it, right? So I think um, when it comes to social media, you have to look at are you willing to put in the effort to engage, to post content, is it worth more your time? Do you make more money at your job? Do you make more money being an entrepreneur and just uh, doing your work, right? Like Eldrick said, or is it worth the time to be on social media? So that's something you have to ask yourself. Um, we're going to be skipping, taking a break next week because um, we all celebrate Chinese New Year here. Yeah. And then we go come back for episode 91 um, with narrative marketing, and it's gonna be—is it yo? Rio, Rio, yes. So um, yeah. uh, that's the person, Mr. Leong. Yeah. Mr. Leong. Mr. Leong is Rio someone. Leong, Rio. Yeah. And that's the person that Rio. Jeremy recently um went yesterday, and met just with. yesterday evening, just yesterday evening. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So um, we look forward to seeing all of you. Um, thanks, Chris, for being on our show, and we'll see you. Two weeks from now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.